How is data transforming business? Presented by Enterprise Management 360 and moderated by Donna Burbank. Business today is driven by information. And more than ever, organizations are striving to become data-driven as they use advanced analytics to power rapid decision-making and operational efficiency. One could argue that businesses have used reporting and data for years to run their business. Financial reports, after all, have been at the core of business for centuries. But with a rapid technological advance, this is with the Internet of Things and big data and the ubiquity of connectivity, organizations are moving beyond standard reports to embrace real-time decision-making. While having faster information is clearly a benefit, what does this mean for data quality? Unlike with traditional business intelligence reporting, with real-time information access, there's no teams of analysts cleansing and preparing the data before it's built into cohesive dashboards. So with this, can executives trust information that's provided real-time? With us today to discuss how data quality can be managed with real-time data provisioning is Asen Baird, Senior Director of Sales Engineering at SyncSort, who's working firsthand with the challenges of addressing real data quality in real-time. Welcome, Asen. Thank you, Donna. Really happy to be here. So as we start, I think it would be helpful for the listeners to maybe just introduce SyncSort a bit. You have been a solution provider in the market for quite some time, but I think many people aren't familiar with your company as a provider of data quality solutions. So could you tell us a little bit about more about your company and your pedigree in the data quality space? SyncSort is now a global leader in data liberation, integration, data quality, and change data capture solutions for next generation analytics. Data liberation, you may not have heard of that before, but it's simply our big iron to big data solutions. People may be familiar with SyncSort in a mainframe environment as we have a healthy heritage there. We have taken that heritage, the many years of experience there, and developed technologies that are capable of accessing that complex mainframe data of any type, or for that matter of fact, any data from anywhere, to a more open contemporary environments. Cinecrash est un podcast du Point Pop, le label du Point consacré à la pop culture. Dans chaque épisode, nous décryptons pour vous les échecs les plus catastrophiques de l'histoire du cinéma. Retrouvez tous les épisodes de Cinecrash et l'ensemble des podcasts du Point sur Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify ou votre application de podcast préférée. Along the path of big data, big iron to big data, we have developed a very slick ETL product for integration. We've acquired Trillium software for data quality and have rapidly developed, helped by an acquisition, a very, very strong CDC change data capture product. So you can see that with that stack, we can effectively provide comprehensive data management solutions with Trillium and data quality at the heart of that. And that's the pedigree of SyncSource data quality, data management solutions today. Yeah, I think that's interesting because I think you're right. So many people think of SyncSort as sort of mainframe, but sort of mainframe to big data is not that much of a leap, right? So it makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of people weren't aware that you acquired Trillium. I know a lot of my customers use Trillium for years in data quality. So I think that's a helpful update. Absolutely. Yeah. And we've taken the Trillium stack. We've expanded that to be more robust. And we've done some great stuff on big data, making it more enterprise driven and really in support of our big iron to big data strategy. 
So on that note, as I was talking about in the introduction, I think organizations are looking to have information at their fingertips faster than ever before. But I think the perception in the market is that you have to sacrifice quality for speed. So you can either have it fast or you can have it right. But you've been working extensively at Stingsort with data quality technology for real-time data analytics. So are you saying that it's possible to have the best of both worlds? And if so, how does this work? Well, absolutely. You can have the best of both worlds. And organizations must be clear with their CDOs or whomever is responsible for their data assets. And by the way, the CDO office is a recent initiative designed to be part of the response to the increased speed of data. I don't believe that there's a dichotomy between speed and quality. As you know, there can be huge penalties for data errors, which can seriously hurt businesses. It's a must to get it right. GDPR is an example that can be costly with data errors. Now, speed of that data demand gives us data quality vendors a challenge to ensure that we continue to innovate and to provide solutions that satisfy the demand of businesses today. With SyncSort, we've covered that. We've, we've, we understood that challenge and we are rising to it. Everyone's aware of making software a service-driven thing. That's not new. Everyone has done that. But at SyncSort, we have added the key property of enabling our software to be easily integrated with business processes and data hubs and execute our DQ functions or data quality functions efficiently. That's the key thing, efficiently, with no discernible or worrying delays, actually, to the business. So a business function can actually seamlessly incorporate one of our DQ functions or DQ products. And to the user or to the downstream subscribing application, there's nothing really changes, but they get the benefit of data quality. So easy, tight, smooth integration and the speed of execution is key really to enabling businesses to be able to get the best of both worlds. Getting data fast, getting it right, is what this is all about. Quality takes time is not necessarily true. We're not actually manufacturing. We are in data proposing. We are in data acquisition and we are in data presenting. That's something you can do at speed with the right quality, providing reliable data for subscribing applications as businesses would demand. So real-time is a term that's thrown around quite a bit in the industry, and everybody has their own definition of what this means, right? So for a Wall Street company, that's real-time sub-second decision-making. Others, real-time's daily reporting, which is still much better than maybe monthly financial reports they had in the past. So as you speak, what is your definition of real-time, and what sort of speed are we really talking about for these real-time data quality checks? Real-time, transactional, on-demand, All of these terms are used by various people to mean the same thing. At the same time, they sometimes mean different things. And those terms really have to be defined properly as they mean different things to different people. But it's difficult. As my initial response to that question would be, it depends. It depends on the context of use. Who is using that result and why? So I've been working with a financial institution recently. And I'll use their use case to help with this definition. So the way they looked at this, basically, is from a set of defined patterns, which is essentially defined by type of data, stakeholder usage, and required latency. 
And there's a bunch of other things that they have that help them to define the pattern. But for real time, this context here, those are the key things we'll focus on, the relevant element for latency. Now, the definition of latency is quite easy. Yeah, everyone knows what that is. It's just the minimum delay a stakeholder is willing to accept, I would say, in getting a data response. That can range from milliseconds to minutes to hours. So data elements that require sub-second response is one pattern. Elements that require a second is not a pattern, a minute another pattern, and so on and so forth. So you have these defined contexts of use, what is required, by whom, and when, and that drives the different patterns of use. The pattern that demands sub-second response is what I will call real-time. It delivers responses without real delay to a manual or to an interactive request or even to a synchronous business process. So anything that expects to have data instantly, sub-second, data that's reliable, is a real-time function that will incorporate data quality. So for always on analytics and decision-making that's probably prevalent with the Wall Street company, for a growing number of organizations, real-time data quality is essential to deliver correct and reliable data elements at speed, sub-second response. I can give a couple of real-time use cases just, just to bring that to life a little bit. You know, if you think about an inbound call center, they would rely on instant data to enable functions such as screen popping, where a user screen identifies a caller, retrieves the information, and presents that on screen before the call is even accepted, right? They need data to be instant. That's real time. It allows the agent to, to see the most up-to-date information, understand the caller, and deal with that call appropriately without having to, you know, faff about to find the right information. It's all there because we've identified it, it's brought to that user in real time. Another use we see that's actually occurring a lot is, and you guys will have seen this actually, is in data modeling systems that also rely on up-to-date information especially those that are using predictive modeling techniques such as product analysis and MPT, next product to purchase, and sequential modeling, right? Amazon is really good at this. They will show people uh, product X in your basket also buys product Y, and it's really important that they only display a complementary product, which that user has not already purchased. So they rely on the data that you've got in the basket in real time to go and fetch and find things that are relevant for you. Very critical for customer experience, brilliant use of real time data integration, data quality to support all of that. Yeah, and that's interesting. And, and I really like your example of the patterns because I think we tend to think sort of binary that a particular company needs real time, but not everywhere in that organization is real time, right? So I think that's a really nice way to look at it. Are there any particular success stories or case studies you'd like to share of organizations who have integrated real time data quality checks into their business practices? Sure. Organizations today are implementing DQ for batch purposes and real time purposes. And I've seen them reaping the benefits of the two forms of DQ implementations, right? The unique property there is that they get the same DQ rule set regardless of how it's deployed, uh, whether it be batch, whether it be Hadoop or real time. 
the key thing that that the organizations are really benefiting from here from is that you have one data quality rule set. So let me share a recent use case with you. A recent financial institution uh, extended the use of our product, Trillium, to include DQ as part of their real-time customer onboarding. Pour avoir un site bien conçu et bien référencé, il y a ceux qui galèrent bien. Et puis il y a les autres, ceux qui veulent créer eux-mêmes leur site facilement et ceux qui préfèrent ne rien faire. Pour eux, Yono s'occupe de tout. Ce qui est sûr, c'est qu'avec Yonos, on peut toujours faire appel à son conseiller personnel, comme s'il était dans le bureau d'à côté. À choisir, vous préférez quoi Un tuto ou un conseiller que vous finirez par tutoyer À bientôt sur Yonos, ionos.fr slash podcast. Bonne écoute. So whether you are an individual or a business opening an account of any type, online or in person, there's clearly some kind of information gathering, right? That information must be reviewed, validated, and maybe corrected. Certainly, it's enhanced and presented to what they call a decision bot. I'll explain that in a minute. Or in some cases, it, it's presented for live review. But the idea is that the decision bot will make the decision and less live reviews are required. So this is where uh, Trillium is pivotal. First of all, the product was embedded in the account opening business process. This is obviously a real-time business process that is sub-second. It requires a sub-second response, um, and it delivers data validation, correction. It also is a central function in providing that enhanced data. And that simply means adding data from other sources critical, for example, for your credit reference source, right? You need to get that data onto that customer record so that a decision can be made whether you want to be granted an account or not, or the type of account they may give you, your credit reference will interpret that or will certainly contribute to that decision. But the product was used to ensure integrity of that data before it, it's appended to the customer record. And finally, a lot of emphasis on formatting that data correctly. So with delivery to the data, to the decision, but it's in a format that is, is consistent, it's comprehensive, it covers all the bases as needed, and that decision but has all the information that it needs to make a decision. So you can see this is Trillium being embedded in an established time-sensitive business process for data quality purposes and getting it right at speed, providing good customer experience is the aim here with a solid DQ function that underpins all of that. Giving the right information to the bot makes it faster and provides a really good customer experience for an individual opening account or whether it be in branch or you're online, that's what you're going to get. The other thing I like about that is you're catching data quality when it's being entered, not down the road for reporting and after the fact. So catching it right the first time. Yeah. And, and by the way, that institution, they also have data quality in batch. And this is the extension of that, right? So we see the shift of going away from overnight batches and doing things reactively to doing it proactively. And I talked of helping the decision. There's other use cases where, where we... um also help with real-time screening of information. That's also a very popular use case I see today. And I think we were talking earlier that you can use the same business rules across batch in real time, right? So you sort of define once and then reuse in any sort of your patterns that you were talking about. Is that correct? 
Absolutely, yeah. That's that's the key. One of our uh, our USPs actually. There's there's one development platform. We have this mantra of develop once, deploy anywhere. That's what we go for. So we have consistency of data quality across the organization, across the enterprise. As we start talking about things like business rules and, and consistency across the organization, I mean, to me, the first thing that comes to mind is data governance, and that is so top of mind to so many organizations across the globe with things like GDPR, but also initiatives in Canada and California and Germany. So how can real-time data quality be integrated into these larger data governance efforts? So firstly, in my view, data governance is, is central to any data management function, right, or, or regulatory solution. It's the body that describes and, and publishes control. There's a lot of things it does, of course, but that's, this is one of the key things that really is relevant for DQ here. It's the what is, it's the, it's the where is, the how to, how can you, et cetera, et cetera. Without that, there's no control. And without control, there's no compliance or your compliance solution will certainly be weaker. So we recognize that and we have enabled Trillium to be compatible with leading data governance products. We have tight integrations with a few, and for the others, we have actually built an integration layer that can be exploited for connectivity and for effective integration between DQ and data governance. So there is that connection there already, and we see that. We put it into the marketplace today. We have joint customers that exploit that synergy, if you like. You mentioned GDPR, right? We've done a lot of work for organizations to enable compliance GDPR. And most times we work alongside a governance function. In fact, we encourage it because I think management of the, the layer is important when it comes to GDPR. GDPR has a strong requirement uh, for correctness of data, which obviously means effective data quality, right? It also requires effective data management which is a data governance piece. So it's there and it must be linked together. You know, in a nutshell, we've worked with lots of organizations to put that layer, that data quality layer, first to act on compliance for the standing data, then the data quality layer to ensure that the compliance standards are also applied to new and changed data. The execution of those standards, or more importantly, the results of, can be reflected in the governance application. That's where the integration really comes to light. The execution of those standards on, on new and changed data um, could demand, in some cases, sub-second response. And that demand is a context of use. And, and we have that in quite a few organizations that require that kind of real-time understanding of what's happening as the data is changing. And you need that for GDPR. I get that question all the time. Do you do data quality before governance or governance before data quality? I mean, they, they're so linked together, you cannot do one without the other. And, and to your point, with, with real time, it's even more critical because you don't have time. Something will get exposed very quickly. So they have to go hand in hand. So on that note, do you have any advice or best practices for organizations who are looking to implement real-time data quality? And, and is this a fit for everyone, or are there certain use cases or industries which you think are particularly suited, well suited for this? Ten years, oh, this, maybe five years ago, I would definitely say real-time data quality is not necessary for everyone. But today, I would certainly change that and say it's definitely relevant for everyone, regardless of industry. The world is connected, right? And by virtue of that, at some point, you, your business would need to process data instantly 
or you may need an instant response. You know, we have apps on our phone, we press the button and we expect it to happen like that. The journey that goes through for a response to come back to you is, is phenomenal. And all of that um, is, brings that connectivity together. So advice, yeah, I would say there's uh, just three main things, right? Let's just look at that. Uh, I would say to get this working really well in a seamless way, the first thing you must do is fully understand the context of users. I can't um, make this more important. You know, be very careful in defining your patterns. We started the discussion on talking about patterns, right? You've got to clearly understand that, define that to make sure it's clear. The usage is clear. And you have to also remember that near real time is also still a very good option. It's, it's not something that should be dismissed. And, you know, every piece of, of process does not require real time. But once you understand that context of use, you'll be clear on what is real and what isn't. So anything that requires sub-second response, obviously, is going to be real time. So once you have that context of use and you're clear on that, I think the next thing you have to look at is your infrastructure. Um, uh, do your current infrastructure that is delivering the response, can it work as is? Do you need to modify it? Is there a change needed? You know, you've got to choose the right DQ engine that fits with your infrastructure. The key thing here is that you ought to make data quality integrate seamlessly. Let me underscore that word, seamlessly, with your business process and with your infrastructure. You don't want to make wholesale changes to what you have because that's quite costly, but you need to enable DQ because there's a, a expected uh, level of integrity that they, that in the data you're providing. So you, you have to make sure that the data quality layer is e easily integrated, works seamlessly and efficiently with that business without interruption, without disruption. Finally, I would say you must know your data. This is critical, right? You must be sure that the relevant data elements that you, you have are adequate and reliable for real-time processing. Remember, you push something real-time, if it's not quite correct, there's an awful lot of consequences that can, that can generate. You don't want to do that. You really want to understand the data before you push anything out for a, a real-time function do have a measurable level, I would say, of quality and governance around that data that you have in, in your standing database, silos, MDM, wherever that may reside. You should really embark upon, a, a, I would say, a comprehensive data assessment exercise to ensure that you have no intended or unintended consequences of exposing that data. I said there are three things but I touched on governance there a minute ago. But let me just go back and say it. governance is also important, right? You, you, you are putting in access to data via a business process at speed. It, governance have to underpin that. And we also talked about which goes first. I don't know if there's a first and second, but, you know, these things work hand in hand. You must understand what you have. You must be able to have control of it, especially if it now is going to be acting at speed. I go back to what you said in the beginning is that everybody needs to think real time. And I'm working with several organizations myself where you know, they start out by saying, well, we're, you know, we're not an Amazon or an Uber or one of the, and I said, even if you're, you're not, you're going to be competing with them because users, as you mentioned, are so used to that experience. They need it real time and your data quality has to match that. So I mean, that is the new world. 
Speaking of real time, we actually are out of time. I know I could talk about this all day, but um, thank you for your time. I think this is really interesting to a lot of our, our users, and thanks for our, our listeners to joining this episode of Data Transforming Business. And we look forward to joining you on our next episode where we explore other ways where data can help drive business opportunities. How is data transforming business? This podcast was presented by Enterprise Management 360 and moderated by Donna Burbank. Head to em360tech.com for more. Pour avoir un site bien conçu et bien référencé, il y a ceux qui galèrent bien. Et puis il y a les autres, ceux qui veulent créer eux-mêmes leur site facilement et ceux qui préfèrent ne rien faire. Pour eux, Yono s'occupe de tout. Ce qui est sûr, c'est qu'avec Yonos, on peut toujours faire appel à son conseiller personnel, comme s'il était dans le bureau d'à côté. À choisir, vous préférez quoi Un tuto ou un conseiller que vous finirez par tutoyer À bientôt sur Yonos, ionos.fr slash podcast. Bonne écoute